Welcome back to the Shankly Sessions, the Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every week on the upper tier. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Audio versions show are available through Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you pick up audio versions of the show, you will find us there. Joining me tonight, the blue side of London, the man formerly known as the Podfather for a match reaction and player ratings, Chelsea 2, Liverpool 2. But before we get into that, Ian, tell us what's going on. Talk to me about Dynamo's does and what's in the plans. Let our viewers know the news. Well, yeah, obviously you and me are going to be hopefully dropping a bomb within the next, well, not a bomb. I think I think it's pretty known now, but within the next 24 to 48 hours, we'll be dropping a kind of a farewell to the DPN, if you will. Um, other than that, with Dynamo's Dozen, there's plenty. Um, what I will say is there's some big names already in the pipeline, which are, which I'm hoping to make the debut. Uh, and also, let me preface this by saying, for any of your, your listeners out there that are saying, geez, he might look all right, but he sounds a bit dodged. Yes, I have the... I have the Decepticon, the Decepticon variant here at the moment, um, waiting on the fucking Optimus Prime variant. So it's, I, I just have one of them variants at the moment, like like pretty much the rest of the country. Um, so I'm kind of suffering a little bit, but um, I'm okay, um, like everyone. But um, yeah, so I just want to Nothing say, like a podcast to raise your spirits. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Dynamo's dozen. Um, its own channel and the original, obviously the original uh, Dynamos doesn't link that was on Anchor and, and audio will still be there. All the originals and all will still be there. Um, you know, within the next, you'll you'll probably see what was the DPN will be now Dynamos doesn't once again, but like obviously with all the original shows and all there. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'd say within the next, I'd say by January, January 6th, at the latest, we will have a uh, Dynamo's Dozen channel, YouTube channel specifically, uh, with new content. And um, there will definitely be something there. More than likely with yourself and myself as well, we'll do something just to kind of awesome. uh, introduce that as well. So, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Excellent. And for any of our viewers who haven't checked out Dynamo's Dozen, go check out the back catalogue unbelievable guests on there unbelievable guests and if this man is telling us that there's even better guests on the way look out for 2022 and this man and dynamos doesn't it's going to be exceptional anyway let's talk about a game that uh where do we begin with this neither of us could ill afford to lose neither of us benefit really from a draw but an exceptional game game of football with two fantastic teams um that have been hit badly through injury, through the outbreaks, uh, through a number of issues, really. And to stand up and make games go ahead and always put our best foot out there as much as we can. Uh, what was your overall thoughts, kind of, or initial thoughts on the game? Well, I suppose, like, this is a Liverpool podcast, so I suppose, for me, and I suppose all the Liverpool fans, I don't want to be um, kind of, you know condescending to any of the listeners here because they all know what was going on for me and and our Chelsea fan base it was all about what was going to happen with the whole Lukaku situation um, I think for the first time in uh, I, I text you literally about an hour before the game Yeah, uh, I think for the first time we've seen the board backing the manager with a big name player mm. and actually saying right we are backing you now we agree with you 
the board and Tuchel looked at the interview. There was no, you know, we can have a we can have a chat about the interview later at a, at a different show. So we're not going to talk about that. But just it, it's important that we preface it by saying that. Yeah. Um. Tuchel had a big decision to make. Hundred million euro striker, drop him or play him. The manager won for the first time in, in Chelsea Football Club under the Abramovich era, in my opinion. Um, and most importantly, the players showed that they backed the manager today. Mm. And for me, that's worth more than the 2-2 victory. The, the, the 2-2 victory, I call it. Yeah. Because it's a 2-2 victory for the club. In, internally for Chelsea. Internally yes. for Chelsea. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And do you know what I was very impressed with? I was very impressed... Like, I've been overly, I've been really impressed with Thomas Tuchel anyway. You know how much I think of him anyway. But sure, I, I yeah. today I was really impressed with him to the point where he knew the importance of this game. This game was, and I said it in our preview, this was either going to be you were in a title race or you were in a top four race. And nothing has been decided today, obviously, because it was a draw, except that Man City benefits from today. But what I was well, really, what I was really impressed with was the fact that he could have put him on the bench and he could have brought him on and he could have dropped him for the FA Cup game or the Carabao Cup game. You know, something that you kind of, okay, we love the Cups and stuff like that and we're not going to disrespect them. But you could throw them away if you had to because, you know, your goals and our goals and Man City's goals doesn't really lie in the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, being honest, as honest yeah. football fans, you know. So he could have really took the out that way if he had a wanted and kind of slithered him out kind of that way. But to come up against this in arguably one of the biggest games of the season without a shadow of a doubt in the Premier League calendar and to have so much riding on it. Um, and, and you know something, I think even if Liverpool had a won today, I still think the fans would have supported Tuchel and his decision, which I was so impressed with. And that's why I was so impressed in the decision, both in Roman on the board backing him and in Tuchel making the decision to do it. Yeah, I think um I think even the I think even the the dirt riders of football tomorrow won't have anything to really to say about this. You know what I mean? Um I think yeah, 100 percent If if Chelsea had lost this today, they probably could have ran with something and say Tuchel was under pressure. I think this is quite the opposite. I think this is the board showing that Tuchel's our man. Regardless what going what is happening going forward. And and listen, I have a couple of uh not that I have insiders, I don't have any insiders, but talking to the people that do have insiders, um, the whole team, and this is pretty much the whole team is behind his decision to you know with Lukaku. Apparently, Lukaku was getting heat every single which way. Um, I, I think we've all seen the comments leaked with Tim Howard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Howard said he got a message from Lukaku saying, can't really say much. Um, the heat's kind of on me. Have a meeting on Monday. So whatever that meeting on Monday means. And Tim Howard and Lukaku, as far as I know, are pretty close. But, but this is a this is a lad who who was made a, you know, for a very intelligent lad. All you ever hear of people saying he's a very smart man. I think he thinks he's smarter than he is, though. I think he's a little bit of a little bit of a snake, to be honest. Something about you know, some of these lads that are over-intelligent, that they try to be smarter than the club. And I think mm. the club won today, and I think the players today on that pitch showed who they were backing. And, um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's an extremely it's an extremely tough one for the club as well, but such a huge investment in him. And he was seen as being the guy who was gonna bring you to that next level, if yeah. you like, albeit that you're European champions, but that next level in terms of the league or whatever it is, you know, bring that consistency up front. Yeah. And I just I just think it was a huge decision to make. And huge I, decision. I commend the club and everyone involved. The the other side of it, I suppose I look at it goes, you know. Could you really have played them today in reality? The crowd would have destroyed them. But I also I also look at it today now that we get onto the game and say, mm. would he have made a difference? I don't believe so. Yeah. I, I, I think he would have made a difference if that interview hadn't happened and he was playing because he came on the other day and he made a difference. Oh, yeah, in terms I, I, of his hold-up place yeah, and whatnot. But I know? think I think that press today that we're going to talk about with Chelsea, mm. like that press really destroyed Liverpool's kind of game plan within the first you know until you scored the first goal but even after the first goal yeah that press was still ongoing and then in the second half I think Kai Havertz deserves a hell of a lot of a credit today he really does yeah um I mean that boy is only coming back from COVID and injury mm. and he literally ran his socks off playing at that yeah. that front point today and yeah. You know, I, I, I just commend those. Players. And and this is it. Let's get into the game anyway. Let's get into the game. That's enough about Lukaku because yeah. we'll, we'll talk well, it, about it. Well, it's no harm to set the scene, you know, because it, 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 it is. There's it, no doubt it affected the game because absolutely. it would have affected the prep, you know. I, so, I honestly, I, I, and I, I, I'm ashamed to say it, I did have a bad feeling about the game beforehand. I have no problem admitting that. Um, I was texting you during the game, I texted you pre game. I thought this could be where we get done. But then I thought, it's not December anymore. Chelsea are a clutch team. We are that like, we're that kind of team that just makes it to the playoffs in American sports by the skin of our teeth. Mm. And then suddenly we go fucking, you know, we go series hunting. Yeah. And yeah, yeah that, that's kind of what we got today. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, I think it was a game really where I think two teams, there was, there was a kind of, at first it felt like a kind of a, a cup game. Um, that there was something on the line that someone was going to go home with nothing. And Can we start off with the first 10 seconds, though? Yeah, go on. Yeah, far away. Yeah. Just just to address every other f- football person other than Jamie Carragher in world football, including Graham Sunis, <laughs> said, like, and Noel, you'll agree with me on this, in fairness. I've talked to a couple of Liverpool fans. It was a bad fucking elbow. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah, a floating elbow. It was yeah. intent, and then Jamie Carragher. Oh yeah, but it hit him with the wrist. But what if it was the point of the elbow? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, the intent was there. Yeah. But, it, but the it, worst it, part about it is, it for me, like it wasn't him going up to win a ball. No, he, he was trying to, to rattle. Goal. He was yeah. trying to rattle. But the worst part about that is, forget about what Mane done. It's again, it's the refereeing that we're talking about here, isn't it? Mm. Why wasn't VAR brought into this? Because yeah. VAR was then brought into a challenge later with Mason Mount. So again, it's the inconsistencies. Look, I've no problem with Manny. I know Manny wasn't trying to kill the guy. You know what no, I mean? No, at times, at times, at times you've seen it with Manny. If you go back through his career as well, he has these moments of madness where he madness does crazy things, and and he can he can be, you know, and even as a Liverpool fan as well, Manny can be as nasty as the next guy when he wants to be. Well, that was definitely nasty. I thought, yeah. considering like there was no reason, especially as Pelaquete, he's not that type of player that. You know, you really want to be killing. You know what I mean? And mm. like he went in with intention, and as Belaqueta, I thought articulated it very, very well at the end of the game. He goes, "This is just happening all the time with Chelsea." Mm. He goes, "This same referee." I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. As Belaqueta, he goes, "Anthony Taylor." He goes, "Every time he comes to Stamford Bridge, 
this, he said this. Mm. There's an issue. And there's VAR for Chelsea only when it matters against us. And I thought that's a really, really good point. Um, but look. But yeah. I think I think apart from I think from the, the two VAR decisions, either going to VAR or not going to VAR, whatever it is. Yeah, let's I, get on I from the game. If, if, we, yeah. if we talk about the game as a whole, I think it was Listen, a fantastic game of football. Fantastic. Two teams, two teams who really knew something was on the line. That's why I'm talking about like it felt like nearly like a cup final, that there was like a oh, you know 100%, a result at the end of it. 100%. Um I, I think and now it's and now it's like it's it's fighting for the you know for the top two, you know, yeah. the top two and three, just yeah. to kind of solidify the the, the second and the third spot but no I think 100% I mean look we came out all guns blazing uh, especially after that like I mean I have to say um, <laughs> be lucky if we see a Jorginho starting in that double pivot again because I thought George or sorry I thought Kante and Kovacic were absolutely sublime today that's mm. one of the one of the highest pressed double pivots I've seen in a long time and just their control of the game mm. you could see like you know you could see that other than Fabinho you could see that Henderson um, who, who who was the other midfielder with you sorry um, uh, Milner James Milner Milner yeah but, I mean, Jesus Christ he, he was he was he had his work cut out for him today as well like the two boys were just going at it and then obviously Liverpool were playing a lot of counter mm. and obviously Liverpool's counter is phenomenal because you just have that long ball and I don't mean long ball in a disrespectful way, but mm. you just have that accurate long ball pass to the two boys on the wings. You know, there's lots of moments in this to talk about, and and I'm not gonna say anything bad about Liverpool either because uh, there was there was some. Uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting game because the the way it went, it was kind of back and forth insofar as you guys would press, we would counter, and then we would press and you would counter. And it was kind of, it just kind of drifted between that. And it was like, it was like waves crashing against the shore. It was just back and forth, back and forth. Like a game of ping pong nearly, you know what I mean? I think and Gary I, Neville said it, didn't he? He said if Chelsea had um, Liverpool's front three today, they probably would have been three or four nil up. Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it, yeah. That's really what it, yeah. it boiled down to yeah. and in I the think, first half. And I think, I think, I think on the, I think on the balance of play, I think on the balance of play, I think you had a lot of control in the second half. Although we had a couple of breakaways and there was a couple of offsides and stuff like that. But I think on the balance of play, I think we we were kind of, we were decent first half. And I think you were more controlling second half. And we got mm. a couple of opportunities. But you made some really good opportunities. And we had to sit in there at times to keep you there, you know. A lot of times I've never seen we Liverpool were pressing actually to our that, Yeah, I've never seen Liverpool that far deep at yeah. times when Chelsea mm. press was on. So it was yeah. a very entertaining game. If you were neutral, I'd say it was... Mm. It was fantastic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, but look, we talk about the first two goals. I mean, poor tr- <laughs> Jesus, I'm, I'm cursing him at the point. Like Chalaba, you know, I don't know what he's thinking, whether he's trying to eat the ball or... I, I never understood guys that size that go to head a ball two feet off the ground. I, I never... I and you know the funny thing about Ian? I have two... I have two... Um, Centre backs who play on my own team that I coach, and they're tall lads as well, and they will do that during match as well. Go to head those low balls, it's, it's and I can't understand it. Just kick it out. I mean, kick John Terry used to John yeah. Terry, like who I consider the best Premier League centre back of all time, and people can argue with me all they want, and, and I'm, you know, there's a lot of people that will say yeah or nay, but he's definitely up there in the top three. 
even him or a Jamie Carragher are going to hoof that one out with the left foot or whatever. Let it go out for a corner kick. Let it go out for a fucking throw-in. Or if they go to put their head on it, they're going to head it. Or they're going to head it. Gonna well, you're not going to head it when it's literally about two inches off yeah. the ground. Yeah. So that really kind of rubbed me up the wrong way. Mm. And then you're kind of going, okay, so Chelsea still came back, came back well, still were kind of controlling the, the, the game. But then you knew Liverpool have us on the counter. Mm. And then, of course, Marcus Alonso um, kind of gets done by Salah, which was just a stroke of genius, to be fair. But, I mean, I said, come on, Salah, give 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 Alonso a bit of a break here. Like, we know he's not great defensively anyway. There's no need to do him like this, you know what I mean? Um, and then he does Mendy as well, which I, I have to say, like, I was looking at it at the time and I thought Mendy could have done better. If, if, then, you, if you look at the replay, he's shaped for the far post. Yeah, he's shaped and then he turned it. But I think it. that's I think that's purely Salah's genius, though. Yeah. Rather than you're also think, talking point blank as well. He was on top of yeah. him. Like, I, I honestly th- I don't think there's a, I think he would have done that to any goalkeeper in world football today. The way yeah. he done that move was just yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah. And then you're thinking, okay, fuck. Like I was like, right, get a goal mm. for fucking half time at least. Otherwise, we're mm. out of it. And just for our viewers, you had messaged me there, going, Jesus Christ, here we go now. I said, I, actually, is, I, I said this is going to be a hammering. Yeah, and when you when you sent that to me, I was at the point I was watching it with Ben, and I said to Ben, a two nil scoreline is a very dangerous scoreline. That's exactly what I said to Ben at the time. Really? Yeah, and you can ask him hundred percent. I said two nil is never done on us. It's very dangerous. So, so the thing is, it started getting a little bit kind of fucking boisterous. Then you know, like you could see even the likes of Mason Mount who don't even usually get into it, getting mm. into it, and. Obviously, I think uh, Havertz made that run. Again, this is why I commend Havertz and having such a good game today. I think mm-hmm. unless you really watch football, you won't realise what he done. Um, he, he really ran the line trying to get other players into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't looking for the glory. And I thought he, mm-hmm. he got two fouls on him against Milner, which, again, Mr. fucking Anthony Taylor didn't see fit to deem that a yellow card. Milner, anyway. Milner's that way though. Milner's that guy who gets up and he kind of like he's all smelling of roses. I mean, you say oh. it with Milner, it has to be a very bad tackle generally for Milner to get booked because they do tend, they are tend to be endearing to him a little. Bit. I know, and that's <laughs> and that's the problem with the referees yeah. though. You know, they yeah. and and they don't follow the letter yeah. of the law, and that, mm. that's my problem. Mariner, as far as I'm concerned, he can fucking catch COVID tomorrow, and I couldn't give a fuck. And hopefully he never refs a football game again. Um, that's my opinion on Andrew, or, 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 sorry, Anthony Taylor. Taylor he's yeah. an absolute piece of shit. Mm. Um, he's as corrupt as they come, I think. And I think he's, for us and for you, you know that. Mm. He, he's done it to Liverpool before, depending on who he's playing. It's um, the inconsistency of it. Oh, it's the inconsistency of it. Like, again, it's just like, you're not calling a VAR here at the start of the game because it's six seconds in that doesn't matter whether it's six seconds in or 60 minutes in and then he calls a bar on 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 uh, on mount which you know was a little bit of back and forth from the two boys you know you want to see that you know mm. but um he has no choice but to give the fail here and obviously it comes out and then Kovacic where did that come from if this do if this isn't fucking goal of the half season anyway at least I don't know what is because the technique of that goal I <laughs> He knows. also, though, it, as amazing as it was during the game, he has those goals in his locker. That's not the first oh, yeah. time he's done those ones from distance. 
and they're all volleys. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 personally, you know, I've never really said this. He's personally probably in my top three favorite players for Chelsea, maybe even my favorite, like because mm. he's just someone that works like a motherfucker. You know, he's built like a stock. He's a stocky yeah. little thing. You like you see yeah. his biceps, and he's just like ready for war. Yeah. He looks like he's been in there with Tyson in the past. But he hit that one sweet as a nut, didn't he? Oh, hit him. And then you're thinking, grand. Perfect. Let's get into fucking, let's regroup. Boom. No problem. And then Pulisic, who's obviously missed one in the first in the first half where you're going, what are you doing? Did it, oh, my God. You're thinking, Pulisic, what are you actually doing? You're trying to round the keeper here. but Just hit it. Mm. And then he hits a left foot volley straight up. Pass. Which, I mean, which that, was another that, game of pinball where it went out and back in and out and back in ah, and hands up all the it, it was just it was absolutely perfect and it was great play I suppose in the build up too the passing was fantastic Kante and Golo Kante today was absolutely fantastic as well like the lad just wins the ball but as soon as he wins the ball it stays at his feet yeah. he, he's such a special footballer in Golo Kante um, but Pulisic redeems himself and before that the boy Chalaba redeems himself as well when Salah's in there and he yeah. kind of he, he, he hits it like a, a last ditch sliding tackle where mm. it could be a penalty. Yeah. And then st- gets back on his feet and then puts Salah off and you can see the frustration in Salah. And I went, okay, this is good. This is the kind of thing you need to be doing. Yeah. They, they're not going to get it all their own way. Mm. So um, 2 2 going into the break. And then I suppose the second half, Noel, is, is, is just a. It's, yeah, it's, I'm going to mention them. I'm going to mention Quivine as well. That was a great save where he flicked that ball off Pulisic's toe as well. He was deputising. Oh, no. He was Fantastic. So I just said I'd mention that. No, but, no, um, no. I, yeah, I would and, actually agree. And I tell you, as Perth, an Irishman, by the way, as an Irishman, yeah. it was great to see him. Uh, yeah. And it, it was interesting before half time as well. Both teams had more chances to add to their tally as well. It seemed like half time was never going to come. It was going on and on and on, wasn't it? In fairness to Anthony Taylor, I'll give him credit on that. He kind of let it go, didn't he? And he wasn't yeah. just kind of doing it in favour of one or the other. He kind of yeah. let the two. Yeah. It was just a yeah. It was a fucking, it was just a fantastic game of football. I mean, the second half when we came out, it was like you know Chelsea obviously felt that they were that they had the upper hand. Yeah. And I suppose Liverpool being the away team are probably saying right, we need to fucking relax here a little bit. Yeah. And then try and catch them on the break. But that was not really happening, I suppose, until the last maybe t- you got it in stages, but like it was only really in the last 10 minutes that you saw Liverpool yeah. kind of getting a little bit more on top when Chelsea mm. brought um Jorginho on, which is strange because you know I'm Jorginho's biggest fan, but today I'm kind of going, hmm, I think this double pivot of Kovacic and Kante actually makes a lot yeah. more sense, especially there's against a, the bigger teams. There's a method to Tuchel's madness. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. I I thought the second half as well. I thought um, it, it was as much about the keepers as well. Quivine made a number of really good saves. There was one oh. point blank, I think, from Pulisic as well, wasn't there? There and was, then, and, and then, then I think the one Mendy save from Salah. What from, a save! By the way, that would have been a belter of a goal as well. Yeah, he yeah. hit it from about forty yards out, yeah. and yeah, mm. I think Mendy because Mendy I thought has been a bit weak recently. He's been coming um, in for a bit of criticism, all right, yeah. And yeah, especially, I thought probably, when he saved that one, I thought it might still go into the, the top corner, you know. No, but he got but he a got strong hand on it to get it, yeah. yeah. Very impressive. So, um, he uh, and then that kind of brought a bit of confidence back because he made a couple of more saves then, 
and yeah. the one with with uh, Mane when he was trying to go in, I think top bins, and he saved that as well. So it was a uh, no. I think it was. I mean, if you're Chelsea, you're thinking shit. We could have won that. If you're Liverpool, you were thinking you're going in winning it. You know what I mean? Because of the whole yeah. media thing that Chelsea are fucked. Mm. Um, but I think a special shout out today goes to um, Azpilicueta. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal today at right wing back. You know, having to play at his age, not even his age, but his, you know, his level. You, you've said this to me before. Like he has played so hard for so long that he just doesn't have the legs anymore. He's racked up the mileage. And I think Alonso today as well was very impressive. You know, you were expecting um, those wingers to really destroy them. But mm. I think Thiago Silva in there again today with another masterclass. Same with Van Dijk. I think without those two at the back, yeah. you could have been looking at a couple of more goals in there. Yeah, I think I think for us today, we kind of we played into your hands a little bit as well, whereas nine times out of ten, we'd be playing down the wings constantly, constantly, constantly. And that might have exposed, exposed Asp, uh, and Alonso a little bit. But for some reason today as well, we were playing an awful lot through the middle as well, which kind of played into your hands because it didn't expose that weakness that might be there. Um, exactly. So, But it was interesting. But um, yeah, I thought our midfield today, I thought didn't really stand up. I thought Fabinho is solid as always and normally does his job. Yeah, he was thought, good. He was good. But I, I thought Milner, um, I don't know, sometimes when I say him, it's like he's 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 beginning to show his age. Like he'll give you his best, but sometimes he might just not be at that level anymore. And to be honest with you, I thought at Captain Henderson, I thought he was anonymous today, to be honest. I thought I thought um I thought Kante had his number all day. I think yeah. I, I, I just I thought just his think... passing, I thought his passing and his his choice of passing. And I just thought he was off today. I thought he gave away the ball more often than not. And I just, I don't think he, he stamped, he should have been able to stamp his marker on that there. He should be able to turn around and go, right, Kante's going in there with covers. It's, it's not Jorginho, you know what I mean? How do we put it up to him this way? How are we going to do this? What way are we going to do it? He should have been the guy Jane up the guys. He should have been the leader and the captain today. And I, I thought he, I thought he, yeah. Uh, it's a number of games now I've watched Jordan Henderson. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be one who'd be overly critical of him. I have been in the past years ago and stuff like that. But um I don't know. I just I seen I seen a side to him today where he just he didn't seem to be able to get into it or whatever it was. And because of the pressure that was riding on it and stuff like that, he just he constantly kept on losing the ball and it was a real worry, you know. Yeah, I mean I thought like you guys I, I was impressed by Konate. I thought he played well. Yeah. Um, I was impressed with the the young Greek kid. Is that was he with the Costa Simicus? Yeah, yeah, I was impressed with him. He brilliant he, little player. Yeah, he had a good um, he had a good little little run. Yeah. I think it was. Do you know, what? it was just a perfect game of football. I I didn't come out of this today raging that we didn't win at Stamford Bridge because obviously yeah. we had the draw at, at Anfield, and I just thought you were looking at two juggernauts going at each other today with with fairly weak insides. Not I wouldn't say. 100% weak in sides, but yeah. fairly weak in sides. I mean, look, I think more so than missing, say, Lukaku today, I thought a Werner could have really stretched that Liverpool defence today just by his pace. But I have to say, Pulisic, I thought today, was fantastic, yeah. even after, because a lot of Chelsea fans were giving him shit um, mm. after that kind of miss early on. Yeah. I thought for him to kind of keep his head up and and I mean that was a fantastic finish. Even you as a football fan were probably going, fuck, what can you do? Nine times out of ten, I would expect him to miss that. 
but he took yeah. it beautifully because oh. we've seen him miss easier chances in the past. Yeah, and then put away fantastic chances. Yeah. Oh, you know, so it was no. It, I think it, I think a draw was all fair. Um, I'm not going to dwell too much on the on the the ref decisions because I think that would be unfair to yeah. both sets of our, our 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 supporters and and both sets of players because look. It's either called or it's not. So I'm not going to sit here and whine and go, "Oh well, coulda, shoulda, woulda." I just think Anthony Taylor is a shite ref, personally. Yeah, I mean, we had reservations about him before kickoff, anyway. Like, and even I had reservations. I mean, they were talking about Paul Tierney was going to be in the seat of VAR after the howler that he had. You know what I mean? Exactly. He, he shouldn't be near VAR no, or near a top no. level game. You know what I mean? It was no, just hundred percent. But yeah, I saw, I saw, I sort of came out of it thinking, God, wouldn't it be a great title race if Man City just didn't exist? I know, I know. If it was just us, it'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Because yeah, no, because they're the games you like. I mean, they're the games you want to fucking see. I mean, like, like I say, it, it took me from you know where I'm, I'm having to uh, having to isolate and stuff, and you know, seeing that goal just before half time was like, oh my god, you know. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure your boys and yourselves were, you know, were were, were the same when you went two 0 up. It it was just a fantastic game of football, you know, and an absolute. Um, I think that's what the Premier League is all about. You know what I mean? And the only thing I'm glad that Taylor didn't do was send anyone off or give too many yellow cards. I suppose that's I can give him credit would, in that. Would one. have killed the game. It would have, but it was a it was a fantastic game of football. And, and look, I suppose it's just up to the two of us now to make sure that uh, we we stay in touch in, in, that in touch and distance. And yeah, and 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 well, look, I don't think anybody's going to catch either of us. Regardless, I think we're going to be either second or third. Yeah. Um, I think that's the way it's going to go. You, just, you, ne- you never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Especially what's going on with all this other stuff at the moment. I mean, you guys have been hit bad with the outbreak. We've been hit bad with. Well, the we've outbreak. we've kind of we, we now City have kind of avoided it. City have had no real problems with it. You know what I mean? But that so could happen to them later in the season. You exactly. Know? Or it could happen. Know, to them. It could next that. week. It could I be next that. week or the week after. So we just don't. I, know, know. I, I wouldn't wish that either on any no, team. You know what I mean? Not. Like at the end of the day, like you had like you were ravaged with injuries last year. But like it's not COVID with Chelsea. We have been ravaged with injuries. Like mm-hmm. our two best wing backs, who are two of the best wing backs on the planet. You know, and Reese James and Chilwell are now out for the season. Um, you know, we've had our fucking idiotic hundred million sign and go out and try and appease mm. one set of fans and literally just and then come yeah, out with you're having you're having no one to look at them out. I mean, Chalaba even went off injured today now. It's another one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Another like- knock. You know, I mean, you can't, and I know I feel that because I felt that all last season. Every time you went out on the pitch, something happened. You can't catch a break. You just can't you can, catch a break. And you can blame, like, the medical staff and all. Something to do with the medical staff. These are just circumstances. It's just, it's just lady luck, you know. Um, But, yeah, no, I thought it was a great game. At the bridge, 2-2, I have to say, it was a fantastic football game. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, don't, I don't feel angry or anything. Did you did you go down through any of your player ratings? Yeah, I'm happy to happy to go. Yeah, well, I'll I'll call them out to you then. So let's start with Mendy, the goalkeeper. I would have given him today a seven because of he would have got a six if I hadn't have been for those two saves in the second half. Tell you, I was more generous. I was giving him an eight. Mm. I thought the saves were outstanding. Uh, Chalaba, he definitely gets a seven. Okay, um, and the reason seven. I'll say the reason I'll say that is even though we gave up the goal, I thought to 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 come back from 
you know, that 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 kind of howler and actually had the composure. Like as I said, he stops stops Alan making a three 0 basically. Yeah. He could have froze, could have yeah. easily froze. Yeah. Um. Of course, the gold and the team Tiago Silva. I thought eight. he was exceptional. Today. Eight, easily eight. Yeah. He um, kept actually. He kept do you know what? I'm going to go nine with Tiago Silva today. I thought he was. Look, yeah. every kept time Jota, ever... kept Jota quiet, didn't he? <sighs> yeah. Nine for me. Rudiger? Rudiger was quiet. I'm going to go six with Rudiger. I gave him a seven, and you know why I gave him a seven? I lay you out he was told today not to go forward and to do a job with the pressure he were under. And you know mm. something? He did today exactly what he was told. So I gave him a he seven. He did, but he was, the reason I'm giving him a six because he was more at fault for, he put Alonso under pressure for that second Salah goal because mm. he didn't actually follow him through. He should yeah. have been there to, to, to kind of make sure that there was that tightness in between him and in between him and Alonso. So that's the only reason. Mm. Asper. Asby's getting an A from me today. I thought he was absolutely exceptional. N'Golo Kante. I'll let you mark him. I'm gonna give him a nine. Yeah. I just I just I, I don't give players a ten. Um so I'm gonna give him a nine. I, I thought he was exceptional. I think the energy that he brings and and for a small guy, the strength and the composure and everything in that, in that midfield where it could have been a real war, I think he calmed it down greatly. And I, I think, I think any player who plays beside Kante, I think he raises them 20, 30 percent at least. Coverage look, he just looks different class when he's beside them, doesn't he? Oh, unbelievable. Coverage 10. <laughs> Nice, <laughs> just, just for that folly. <laughs> but, but it was man of the match anyway. I mean, like yeah. you, you see that, see that flurry in the second half where he was catching everything on the volley, taking yeah. it down, mm-hmm. winning the ball, passing it back. Did he lose the ball once today? I mm-hmm. don't believe so. Yeah. Just so he's he's my man of the match as well. Yeah, I think based on our two midfielders today, I think he had a handy day at the office as well. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, Marcus Alonso. I'd say seven. Yeah, it seems fair. Mason Mount? Mm, quiet. I would say a six. Yeah, between six and seven, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Pulisic? He gets the eight purely because of the goal and then his, his work rate in the second half. I mean, I saw him down playing almost right wing back, helping out his defensive partner as well. So I would say eight. Yeah, I was thinking a seven because of the goal, but also he missed them. Yeah. Um, so I just marked him down a tad. Kai Havertz? Yeah, I would say between a six and a seven. I think I'll give him a seven just because of his work rate. Yeah. Um he won he won the free kick and all to help us get get back into the game. So mm. yeah. Uh, Jorginho came on for Chalaba. Zero. It's hard. It was hard to come into the game though, wasn't it? With the zero. He didn't he didn't do that and other than nearly cost us a goal by yeah. passing backwards as he always does. So and uh, Hudson Odoi on for Havertz. He done all right when he came on. I, I liked him mm. trying to stretch the game. He was nearly true. I, I, I suppose you can only give him a five or a six because he wasn't on that long. So yeah. I'd say a six would be yeah, fair. I gave him a six. At times he struggled to get behind us, but I gave him a six. It's a good point. Yeah. Um, Liverpool's player ratings. Quivin Kelleher, I gave an eight. I thought I'd um, give him an exceptional eight. Exceptional saves. Um, eight as well. I thought he definitely had um, definitely a shell for one of our man of the match. Um, yeah. Trent, I gave a six to. 
um, his clearance kind of led to the Pulisic goal. Again, it was mm-hmm. kind of ping pong. I wouldn't overly hold it against him. I thought at times he was solid enough. Um, but I thought, again, a lot of his balls into the box and stuff like that, a lot of it was just kind of like hitting hope rather than being purposeful, if you like. You know, normally he's very purposeful in the way he plays his balls. Uh, Kanate, I gave a seven. Um, I thought he was decent. I thought he stood up well today and defended well. Um, Van Dijk, um, I kind of gave somewhere between a six or a seven. Um, he, he didn't do a whole lot, but he didn't do a whole lot wrong. Um, mm. I still find I still find himself and Kanate going up for set pieces like free kicks and corners. I, I don't think they do enough. Um, yeah. I think they could be more f- purposeful and more forceful. They're two big guys, like you know what I mean. They should be able to get on the end of something. Uh, Costas, I gave a seven to. I just really like him. He's the Greek scouser in our team. He was in there uh, deputising for Robbo, but he brings great energy and stuff like that. And he's a battler. He's tenacious. I like him. And he, like he, him. you know, he gives you a hundred percent every time. You know, it's my first time seeing him as well. I like him. Yeah. Mm. Um, Jordan Henderson, I gave a five to today at a stretch. Um, I just thought he gave away the ball too much. He was wasteful in possession. Never really got to grips with the game, really, and not what you'd really expect from your captain. So. Give him a five. Uh, Fabinho, I give a seven to. He's just solid. Fabinho just consistent. does that job. He's just consistent. consistent. He rarely does anything wrong. He's always there to nick a ball off a tower, break up a player, something like that. You know what I mean? So I just thought with Fabinho, yeah. Salah for me gets a 10 just on that goal alone. <laughs> that I haven't, was, I haven't gone there. Yeah, I'm going. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying as a Chelsea fan, that was uh, uh Milner, I give a six to as well. Again. Didn't do anything right, but or didn't do anything wrong, but didn't really do a whole lot either to influence the game. Um, and as you said, got away with a number of fouls and stuff like that. So on another day, another ref would card him early, maybe. Um, but hard for him to dictate the tempo as well. Mo Salah, we come to now. I I, I give Mo Salah a nine. Um, again, you know, very unlucky with the chance off that Mendy scored in the second half. Um, was sublime for the goal against Mendy, and if you um, if you look just before that, the chance he had just before that, that Mendy cut out. If you seen mm. Mendy, Mendy was giving him socks. He was giving it to him in the air and all, as if to say, "I'll see you next week at the Afcon." And all this, and then all of a sudden, that's when Salah broke in and put that one by him and scored that goal. But if you yeah. go back look at the highlights of the game, Mendy's giving him socks on the one that he saved and stuff like. No, that. I'll give him an I'll give him a nine then. In fairness, because to be yeah. fair, I think he was well cut out in the second half. In fairness, mm-hmm. I think Rudiger yeah. done a good job on um, done a good job yeah. on Salah today. To be fair, yeah, Jota gave a six two. I thought he was quiet today. He is tenacious and he does try and battle, but I thought Thiago had his number most of the day. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I, expect. I was expecting more from him today. I have to say myself yeah. when I saw I think, him up through the middle. I thought. Yeah. I think most of his work is not where you want him to do his work. Most of his work, he was down around the halfway line where he was trying to hold the play and stuff like that. And I think Thiago's just too wily for that. You know what I mean? He's he yeah. served the stars and stripes at this stage to know what to do in that situation. Yeah. Mane, I gave a six to. You know, does energy, does endeavor, does stuff like that. Getting booked early isn't great. You know, that bit of petulance at time can be in him. Um, and I, I don't know what drives it at times, you know what I mean? But uh, took his goal, lovely, I have to say. And and to see Asper on the ground, absolutely disgusted because I'm sure after that foul early on, he was the one guy that Asper was saying, if anyone else scores, just don't let him score, basically, you know. So he was disgusted when he scored. I yeah. thought he took his goal, lovely. 
Um, he did. He did. But he does. He does tend to get a number of opportunities. Well, his his conversion rate to real good chances is not really good at the moment. And I no, think honest, a month away at the Afcon, I think it's going to do him a world of good because he seems to be under a lot of pressure there at the moment. Um, in terms of substitutions, Keita came on from Milner. Um, it's kind of Keita kind of works hard. He gets on the ball and stuff like that, but doesn't kind of influence the game the way I think he should. Um, no. with the skill set that he has. So we give him a six. Um, and then Ox came on for Jota, um, which I, I thought is kind of a weird one. I gave Ox a six as well. At times he can be really, really good on the ball. You know, at times he could have launched counters today, but he didn't. Um, he seems to want to keep the ball too much at times. And then when he does decide to do something, it's too late. Yeah. Um, so I gave him a six. And then Curtis Jones came on for Mane in literally the dying moments, really, which really didn't matter. Yeah, you can't really hurt us back after the eye injury and stuff like be that. Be unfair to be unfair to rate him though. You know, yeah. I mean? So I wouldn't give him a rating at this stage, but great to see him back on the pitch again, especially after the eye injury that he had. Um so that really rounds out our ratings. Anything to add? No, I think again, you know, in closing for me, great game of football. Um yeah. properly two proper teams with two proper managers. Hmm. Um, props to you know your second in command today. I'll say I don't know Pep his Lander. name. Pep Lenders. Yeah, but, I have um, huge yeah. respect for him. Yeah, me too. After the game as well, I have to say, um, yeah. just just nothing but respect really after today. I don't usually come in. I was expecting to come in moaning and you know you know during the game we all moan, but um, mm. you know looking at it in hindsight, it was it was just a fantastic game of football. You know he had to take care of the Liverpool team under. I'm sure under Klopp's, you know what I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think you guys would use that as an excuse. No. Um, um, no. The same way we can't use, you know, uh, you know, a potential no. centre. Pat Linders is more than capable of stepping into that seat if needed. Exactly. I think it was the same with us. I think it yeah. was just fantastic game of football. Mm. Um, glad to see refereeing decisions didn't ruin it totally. Um, I think if, if you know, the Mane sending off didn't happen and we didn't win, probably <laughs> would have fucking been a, been a talking point. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, it was it was a fantastic game of football between yeah. two of the best clubs, you know, on the planet. So. Yeah, two, two great teams putting in a great shift and Man City coming out as the winner. <laughs> That's the only way I can sort of describe it, really. What know? happens when you spell it? Spend, excuse me, that's what happens when you spend a billion, isn't it? Yeah, well, look, that's the that's the bar that's set, and that's sometimes what has to be done. What can we say, you know? Well, listen, yeah. till next time, pleasure having you on again. Um, it's always too long when we don't get together and stuff like that. Hundred percent, and to all the Liverpool fans as well. Great fucking, there was actually great support even from the Liverpool fans before this game. There was like there was banter and there was banter, but it was great to see a lot of Liverpool fans kind of uh, give two cool props on on dropping Lukaku and all that and yeah. saying that's what we need more of in football you know what I mean because that's the type of thing that Klopp and Pep have been allowed to do and I've never mm-hmm. seen it ever seen it bar Mourinho in the first stage where he was able to do that mm-hmm. so let's here's sure, sure if you think about it, if you remember rightly he tried to do it at United and it cost him his job 100% you know? so, so I think you know, it's, yeah. it's nice to see that these fucking idiots that think that they're bigger than a football club and try to appease two sets of fans and end up making both sets of fans hate him in the process it's like where where does that leave me where do i go now yeah yeah listen pleasure having you on as always shankly sessions this has been your match reaction and player ratings chelsea two liverpool two man city the big winners on this 
Drop your comments down below. Let us know your ratings. Do you agree with us? Did we watch the same match that you guys did? And as always, head over to YouTube, the upper tier. Smash that subscribe and bell notification button. If you want to contact the show, the upper tier podcast at gmail.com. Or you'll also get us on Facebook and Instagram, the upper tier. Audio, of course, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Amazon Music. Till next time, my friend. Support the upper tier. That's it.